Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and the website at allamericangold.com. Make sure you make it part of your uh, daily routine out there. Don't forget uh, the website at 1360khnc.com. Our radio station up there in Colorado. Make sure you go to that blog page. Listen, really starting to get some really good content uh, on our blog page. The podcast section, you can listen to so many of the shows out there. Uh, we now even have shows that we don't even have on the air out there. So uh, check that out as well. We got a big event uh, coming back to the radio station tomorrow night uh, at, uh, and I, I forget, Jason told me what it was. I forget. I apologize. I'll get that information uh, to you. I know Jason and, and the Open Forum guys have been letting you know there. Uh, or not Glenn Beck. Come on. Wow. We got David Knight coming uh, the first Monday in May. Uh, so be ready for that. He is going to be on the hour before me. So Brian Kilmeade uh, will be on for two hours, then David Knight, uh, then this show, uh, and then the rest uh, of the lineup. So we got a lot of a lot of great things going on. And then, of course, our CBD products, which every day, it seems like, uh, people commenting about how it's been helping them. Go check it out. If you hit the shopping cart button, we've added an interview with Jerry. Uh, Jerry uh, owns My Kind CBD. He's the mad scientist uh, that could help some of you. Maybe you've got questions that will educate you. We're going to be adding uh, to that as well. We're, 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 we're going to create little five-minute uh, videos on the different CBD products to help you understand uh, what's better. Uh, the retinol cream, uh, just getting all kinds of fantastic feedback. And Jerry said it's probably the best thing they've done in a long, long time. Uh, of course, you know, everyone wants to look younger. I get it, right? You know, and everything's on video and social media and cameras and Zoom meetings and all the rest. Uh, and one of the things. If you listen, it's not just for the ladies. You want to look 10 years younger, uh, give it a shot. Uh, I know here at the office, big hit. Big hit to edit the office. My wife's a, a, a big fan. Brittany uh, just raves about it. Give it a shot. I, I'm telling you, it, it really is revolutionary. And what they do, uh, so when you go out to the shopping cart section, uh, right above the products, we got like a, just a brief, you know, paragraph about my kind CBD. Right at the very end, we have a, uh, the conversation with Jerry. Just click it; uh, it's in red. Just click on that, and uh, we got about thirty minutes of of, uh, of Jerry talking about all the CBD products and whatnot. We figured that would help a lot of people. Maybe if you have questions, and don't be afraid, you can always email us your questions. We'll forward them on to Jerry and get those answers for you. Uh, that that's I think that's all of my announcements. Uh, tomorrow, well, I guess I got one more. Tomorrow, I, I won't be on the air. Uh, Jason will fill in for me. Uh, I've got some uh, things going on with my, my oldest son who is uh, already, he's a junior in college. He's 
and uh, we have a, some Zoom meeting thing that, that we've got to do. And then my wife and I are actually hopping on a plane. Uh, we're going to go to Chicago. That's the the football season for where my son plays football. Uh, they played in the spring, kind of like you know, like NAU, uh, USD. The 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 smaller schools played in the spring uh, in last game. So we're we're gonna go and and it may be my son's last game. Uh, he's undecided whether he'll return. Uh, for a senior year because he's got this job and and uh, we're pretty excited about it uh, so my wife and I uh, we got this zoom meeting we got to do and then we got to head to the airport to go up there but uh, Jason will job and uh, he's always got a, a fantastic spin on a lot of things out there got a lot of things to talk about today uh, we've got some profit taking finally and it's not a lot but a little bit uh, in gold and silver uh, the, buy the dip, absolutely buy the dip. The, all these charts are just lining up very, very bullishly, and, and rightfully so. Uh, but we want to get this, and this is what we want. We want higher low highs, higher lows, and higher highs. You know, that stair step uh, effect, and that's what we're getting here uh, today. And again, like I said, it's not a lot, but, but a little bit. Uh, the Dow is down today. Uh, we had jobless claims out. We had existing home sales out. Uh, we'll talk about that. And, and I hate to say it, I'm going to update you again on lumber. How much, Here's a, I guess I'll leave you uh, this going into the break. How much does a sheet of plywood cost? And I will tell you right now, uh, as, as, listen, I'm not very handy. Uh, the last sheet of plywood bought in my family was my two kids bought a sheet of plywood to play uh, well, a drinking game, of all things. Uh, and that was like a year ago. I don't even know what they paid for it. Uh, I have no idea... What a sheet of life. You know, went down to Lowe's or Home Depot. What would it cost? I'll tell you the answer when we get back. 800 Radio News Hour. Yeah, if you've, so my older son and his buddies, when COVID hit, you know, they all, they all got sent home, right? All the colleges closed. Everyone got sent home. And they came back with this, this drinking game. And they call it beer dye. And you take a standard, you know, three quarter inch sheet of plywood and you 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 know you 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 draw a line, if you will, down the middle of the sheet and you gotta you know, regular dice like you know, you play Monopoly with and you gotta throw them like, I don't know, fifteen, twenty feet in the air and it's actually a lot of fun. I, you know, I, I suck at it, but but I played it a few times. But that's my extent of buying a sheet of plywood. Okay, I have no idea what it could possibly cost. Uh, but I've been telling you about lumber prices, and right. Hey, uh, by the way, corn soybean prices—the highest they've been in ten years. Uh, get ready, and they're going higher, by the way. Uh, I, and matter of fact, 
I don't know if it had an all-time record highs, but don't be shocked uh, if those two uh, commodities uh, enter into this super cycle. They're all going to do it. There's just too much money floating around out there. But when you're to apply and we know, you know, a month ago, we're like, hey, it added $24,000 to the cost of a home. That number's outdated now. So when you look at the price of one sheet of plywood a year ago, March, so 13 months ago, March 2020, $37 a sheet. February 2021, okay, so two months ago, $72.49. March 2021. So now now we're going a few weeks ago. $83.49. Now I told you earlier in the week, lumber like three weeks. Guess what? April. $95.98 for a sheet of three-quarter inch plywood standard. Wow. I, I don't I mean, really? A hundred bucks? But don't worry, there's no inflation. Now here's what's important in all of this. So and I want to give credit where credit is due, because this was uh uh Michael Snyder is the guy that uh that did the research on this. And, he, and I do a lot of his stuff. So he's a guy, he's a source I trust absolutely. So he posted this on Facebook. Facebook flags it as misinformation. And then uh, apparently, you know, because he did the work, he got to uh, another group to verify that what he was saying was actually true. And now I, I don't know if Facebook has unflagged her, but I guess I had two twofold story. One is this is where we're at now. Facebook will, will flag you know the price of lumber. And flag it improperly, by the way. This is how desperate they are to control all of this news. I mean, wouldn't you have thought that the quote-unquote fact-checkers at Facebook would have looked? Well, of course not. The price in the Northwest for, and I don't know what this even is, but I'm going to just read it to you. For the fur, 23-32-inch seating for the first week of April was $1,610 per thousand square feet. A year ago, it was $560. That's up 287%. By the way, in case you wanted the math on the plywood, up 252 percent 
but but I didn't know. I had no idea. Now I will do this. I'm going to go to Lowe's because Lowe's it's just closer. I know where it is. It's right down the street from my office. And I'm going to look and, and see what they're charging for a sheet of plywood. But I just thought I, I would throw that out there. You know, sometimes you just have no perspective. Why would I know this? Right? When, when's the last time I bought a sheet of plywood? Uh, actually, in my whole lifetime, probably never. Probably never. Uh, you know, I'm not embarrassed to say it. I'm not a handyman. Uh, but but there you go, one hundred dollar. Wow, uh, jobless claims today. It's Thursday. Another improvement. This is. I, I don't know. I just can't believe it's right. And I guess I should. Start, and let me start out by saying I can't believe it's right because. I actually think it should be less than what they're saying. Uh, but jobless claims for the month, uh, initial jobless claims, people filing unemployment for the first time, fell to 547,000. Really? We still have 550,000 people every week filing for unemployment claims. That's the number. Now, it's better. Right, we're finally back below the all all time highs, but this is something. Don't you know, think about it. this is a number that's normally around two hundred thousand a week. So five forty seven, better. But then remember, we've got all these other government programs. That number, those government programs, actually went up. We went back above 17 million people. Uh, so there's 17.4 million people now still collecting unemployment of some sort on all these government payrolls or all these government uh, unemployment. Pay, you know, they that they're paying you not to work stuff. So it's kind of I don't know. We'll see how it goes in another two weeks. I think it's two weeks. Another two. two. I'm trying to do math in my head here, and I'm, I'm not succeeding. Either next Friday, but I think it's the Friday after, we'll get jobs numbers for the month of April. I'm expecting that number to be over a million. The problem is, if there's 17 million people not working, right? we probably need to see 3 or 4 million, but still better. Still better. Then we had existing home sales. And everybody's been talking about, right, when, when is the housing market going to correct and, and are we going to see uh, another housing crash? And, and my, my answer is probably. But here's the problem. With the cost of all the, and, you know, we, we, we talk about these, we talk about lumber, we talk about copper, right? But, I mean, it's everything. Labor costs more. The the gas to to you know drive and do it from work costs more to get the products there to to get the product on a ship to get the product into a truck right to get the product delivered to the job site. All of these things are costing 
you know, two, three hundred percent more. So they said existing home sales fell again. Second straight month, right? Supply is a problem. Price is a problem. Uh, we hit a new all-time record high for existing homes. This will be uh, the cheaper of the two. When you have new homes, you have existing homes, this is the cheaper one. And I, and, and I, I said the word cheap. Nothing's cheap about housing. Uh, give you an example. I think it was Massachusetts. Median price of a new of a home now. Uh, I'm sorry, not a new of an existing home, seven hundred fifty thousand. Just just to let you know. So here's what they here's what they said the uh, about existing home sales. I'm trying to get there. It is the median price. So this is again the median price is going to be less than the average price. So it's funny, uh, they, they've switched to the median price. Uh, they price of an existing home, they don't like that number anymore. So this is, you take the most expensive home, right? So the, I'm sure there's a home somewhere in the country sold for 20 or $30 million, right? There's probably a home somewhere out there that sold for 75000 so you, you cross those out, and you, you you meet in the middle. Hit a new all-time record high of $329,100. Now, I bring this up because we got data from the Central Bank and the Bureau of Labor Statistics, what was it, last week, that said, Year over year, housing, rent equivalent, something, urban, dwelling, nonsense, blah, 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 fantasy land number was up 1.2%. Matter of fact, to Jay Powell and his friends, This was the smallest increase in the last 10 years. Excuse me? You know, this is, how, how do you get inflation below one point or below 2%? What's the most expensive thing you have? Think about it for just a minute. Okay? Your rent, your mortgage payment, right? That's usually the biggest bill you got. You know, when you think about all the bills you got to pay, right, you got a car payment maybe, right, you got health insurance, right, you got automobile insurance, you got the power bill, the water bill, right, usually the most expensive part or the most expensive bill you have, the biggest part of your income goes to paying the mortgage or the rent. So it is very heavily weighted in these inflation numbers. So I just told you the median price for an existing home set a new time, all-time record high. $329,100.
know how much more that was than a year ago? So the, the, the central bank, Jay Powell and his friends, told us 1.2%. It was 17.2%. It's the highest price ever on record and the fastest pace of appreciation. And I found that one hard to believe. I was like, that's faster than the housing bubble? And, and, the, and I had to look. It was. It's actually the highest appreciation for a home ever. Don't worry, though. Everything's good. It's a radio news hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. I apologize. I think we're having some uh, Internet issues if we're cutting out a little bit. Uh, we are aware of it and, and working on it. Bear with us. Uh, quick look here. Uh, gold's down ten right now. Seventeen eighty one, seventeen eighty two. Uh, silver's down uh, thirty five cents here, right around twenty six dollars and twenty five cents. Uh, the Dow's down about seventy points uh, as well today. As we're waiting on infrastructure, I got an update on the infrastructure bill. It looks like they're going to add some earmarks, which that's a that's a nice way of saying pork, right? To get some Repu- they're trying to get some Republicans to vote for it. So remember, they don't want to do the fifty-one fifty on this one because you know that'll look bad because they got to do it on the next one. And and it looks like they're going to reduce some of the corporate tax. Remember, they're going to go back to I think it was twenty eight percent, but that, that's they're they're going to now only go to like twenty five percent. So so they're going to pay for even less of it essentially. Uh, but it appears it appears that by I think by by next week we they could have a deal. So the spending will be a little more. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh. And of course we'll collect a little less. And somehow that's going to be good. I don't know. Uh, so uh, just kind of be ready for that. I think that's gonna, we're going to see the next jump up, right? Gold's going to be uh, above 1,800. Silver's going to be above 27 and back on their way. You know, we, we started speculating a lot. Well, I, it's, and I don't even know if speculating is the right word. We know we're going to go to a digital currency. We're not paying this debt off. That that ship has sailed. Matter of fact, now it's like, okay, well, let's just, we know we can't pay it, so let's just go out with a bang, right? You know, let's just max out all the credit cards, right? You, you know, think about this. I, I've never filed for bankruptcy, but, so I don't know. And, and, and if this is wrong, I, I apologize, but this is what I've heard. If you're going to file bankruptcy, might as well just max it all out. Right? That's what we're doing. And we're starting to speculate as to how much are you going to get in the new money. 
right? And then and that's where uh, Glenn Beck comes in, you know, and he's saying, hey, they're going to do uh, kind of a social engineering uh, reparations, right, where if you're the right, you know, ethnic group, you're going to get more than dollar for dollar. If you're poor, maybe you get dollar for dollar. And then anybody who, you know, you don't fall into the right bucket, you're going to get less. But then it also brings up, what about cash? What's going to happen? What are they going to do? Right? They're most likely are going to set some kind of a date right? that says, hey, starting on, you know, date X, Cash will be worthless. Right? I mean, that's. We'll probably have a period. My guess is we're going to have a period where, hey, we got both. Still, can you still use your cash, but we got the digital. And then what I would guess, let's just be guessing. If you turn all your cash in now, you're going to get the best exchange rate. And then they'll be like, okay, well, if, if you're still using cash a year from now, then you're going to get a little less. And, and three years from now, you can't use it at all. That's, that's kind of what I see, right? There's going to be like a timeline. And my guess is they'll punish you the longer you wait. So what are they going to do when you show up at the bank with large amounts of cash? You know, we, we don't really know. We we I'm guessing, because they love this $10,000 thing, right? That's their new favorite thing. And I say new, new this millennial, right? If you got more than $10,000 in cash and blah, 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 everyone understands this. There's going to be a form, right? Oh, oh, oh hey, uh. Schmuckatelli was in here, and he had uh, $50,000. And the bank teller is going to ask you questions. They're not being nosy, and, and a lot of you experience this now. Right? If you go in to make, uh, if you want a large amount of cash, when you are making uh, a withdrawal, that you get questions. If you want a big cashier's check, you get questions, right? These aren't, you know, a lot of people, oh, they're just being nosy. No, not really. See, their little computer screen has these little flags. And if one of these flags comes up, they got to ask the question. And then they click a box. And it's a little report every day at the end of the day. It's kind of like a batch. They batch it up and, you know, it goes off into the IRS land. And then I started thinking about all the seizures that have been going on. And we, we hear these stories. The, the police pull somebody over or, you know, what have you. And you have a large amount of cash. And they take it from you. And we've all heard the stories. This happened uh, here in Arizona, and it happens probably every day here. 
but not all of them make the news. But last year, a man from North Carolina flew into Sky Harbor Airport. And he had just under $40,000 in cash, $39,500. The guy happened to own a small trucking company and says that he was flying to Arizona to attend an auction because they had the truck that he was looking for, you know, the make and the model, and it fit with his fleet, right, and his mechanics know the truck, and he's going to buy this truck. And when he went through the airport, you know, the, 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 the luggage, he checked it in his luggage. I'll tell you what happened, and is this a precursor to what may happen when we go digital. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. And we're talking about, and this is happening all over the place, right? And, and people having their money seized. Uh, and a lot of times it, it's it's funny because here in Arizona, and I know this because I know a, a bunch of car wholesalers, Arizona People love buying vehicles from Arizona. They do. Because we don't, you know, doesn't so we don't have the salt, the right, we don't have the rust. Right? So usually uh, the body, if you will, of the vehicle's in much better shape than if it was a, a car, say, from Denver. Right? Because all the you know, they put the salt on the roads and all that stuff. That makes sense. This guy owns a trucking company, says he's gonna go to this auction to buy this truck. He's got $39,500 in his luggage. After landing at Sky Harbor, Johnson was stopped by undercover Phoenix police officers near the baggage claim. They asked, who purchased your ticket? Where did you get this money from? They never asked me anything about my company. And they said I was part of a money laundering investigation. The police seized the money and let them go. Never charged them with anything. And yet still haven't given the guy back. It's $40,000. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Phoenix police say that they received additional information related to the guy that got the money taken. That additional uh, information, this guy had a dr- uh, uh, drug charges that were, when he was a... A much younger person. Okay, so not even, you know, do, if you will. Kind of seems kind of funny. But here's where it gets interesting. The Maricopa County Superior Court judge had ruled that Johnson, who was the, the guy that got the money taken, failed to prove 
he owned the money and failed to prove it wasn't connected to any crime. Now the case is being appealed. But I bring this up because, you know, what Johnson says is, hey, you know what, I, I've been saving this as part of my business. And then he got a loan for the rest. He didn't even have the 40000 He got a loan from his uncle for the $39,500. It's been 10 months now, and he doesn't have his money back. And I'm just wondering, is that what's going to happen When we have to turn uh, cash in. Well, can you prove that you own that money? How do you prove that you own cash? <laughs> How do you prove that? Especially if, hey, you know what? Every every month, this is how I do it. Every month, you know what? My mom is, uh, and some of you can relate to this. My mom's an envelope person. You guys know what I'm talking about. Some of you out there know what I'm talking about. My mom had that she puts her money in these envelopes. This is for the power bill, and this is for for this bill, and this is this is for this grandson and that grandson. Believe me, she operates with like thirty different envelopes. But let's just say you're a person that hey, I save some cash every month and I put it in my vault, put it in my little safe at home. Maybe you got ten or fifteen thousand dollars, and again, it's not like that's a lot of money. I mean, it used to be, but I'm sorry, ten grand isn't that much money. I mean, you can't even buy you can you can't even buy half of a used car for ten grand anymore. And I'm wondering how this is going to happen. How can you prove that it's yours? And if you can't prove that it's yours, apparently the law and the justice system is going to say, well, since you can't prove it, you must have, it must have been part of a crime. Because that's what the Superior Court judge said when they said, nope, we're not going to give you your money back. Right? You didn't do anything wrong. And believe it or not, domestic travel here in the United States, he did nothing wrong. It's not illegal for him to fly with the $39,500 domestically. Apparently, if you get caught with it, and you can't prove how you got it, you're going to have a problem. Now, of course, his lawyer says that he absolutely can account for it. We'll see. But let me, and again, I want to reiterate what the Superior Court judge said, that Johnson failed to prove he owned the cash and failed to prove it wasn't connected to any crime.
Yeah, think about that one, right? Scary. That's legal? He committed no crime, did nothing wrong. Now we're taking your money anyway because you can't prove you own it. So it must be part of a crime. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. 800 951 That's kind of creepy. Again, I don't know. How do you prove you own it? And if you can't prove you own it, well, then uh, it, it must be part of a crime. So, therefore, we're keeping it. Even though you've done nothing wrong. And I'm just thinking to myself, is that how it's going to be? You know what? Probably. That would be my guess. Why not, right? I mean, the whole point is is uh, we're all going to be left holding the bag at some point. So just be careful. That's all I'm saying. Don't get caught with too much cash not in the banking system uh, whenever this, whatever this uh, digital currency comes rolling around because i, I got to believe it's going to get complicated. Right? It's one thing. You show up with the bank with a couple of grand, no big deal. Right? You know, you show up, you show up with ten buckets of change, right? You're probably going to be okay. But you show up with large amounts, this is probably what's going to happen. This, this is probably what you're going to be required to do. And if you can't prove it, well, then I guess you must be a criminal. Well, how that makes sense, but that's just, just another example. Thought I'd put that out there. Uh, today I got a couple of got a couple of items worth mentioning. Uh, we still have the best item I have. If you call me today, what's the What's the best item you have? It's going to be those, uh, what's left of the rolls of quarters and or dimes. They may be dimes. I don't know yet. Matter of fact, they're supposed to hit the bullion bank sometime tomorrow, and then they'll be on their way to us. Uh, we should have in stock here uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. But at $240... By far, that that's you know, if you want a lead pipe, stone cold lead pipe lock of the week, that's it. Uh, that's the cheapest uh, price for an ounce of silver uh, that I could find anywhere. That's government hallmarked anything. Uh, the pre nineteen sixty five junk silver rolls. Uh, we're going to say they're quarters, but they could be dimes. But two hundred and forty dollars uh, for forty quarters, or you'd get a hundred dimes. For two hundred and forty dollars, uh, that's the best buy that I have on the gold side. I got some ten dollar liberties, and these are going to be uh, XFAU. So XF's the grade right below AU, and then of course AU's almost uncirculated. They're going to be really nice, and, and of course all the stuff we handle is really nice. But uh, it's going to have some less less damage to the coins, less coin marks, all that stuff. Uh, they're nine hundred or nine one thousand and thirty five dollars. If you buy twenty or more, they'll be five dollars. So if you buy uh, one through nineteen, a thousand thirty five. So you'd be getting two tens for the same price as a twenty. That's always a good deal when you get fractional gold uh, for the same price. If you buy twenty or more. You're actually going to be buying fractional gold for less 
than you could on a one ounce coin. Uh, so what thousand thirty five, twenty or more a thousand twenty five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour. Jason will be with you tomorrow. Take care. God bless everybody. I'll be back on Monday.